Hey firecrackers, it's Naomi and welcome to the firecracker department. How's everybody doing out there? Hmm? Are you keeping creative? Are you keeping connected? I have to say these are not easy days. Some days I'm full of hope and some days I just get, I get the wind knocked out of me. You know, I see somebody struggling and I just, I'm concerned about people that are out there that need support. I, I hope you're all doing well and I have to encourage you to reach out if you aren't. Reach out if you need support in any way. There's somebody in this firecracker team that can help you. We are an amazing sisterhood. And I say sisterhood in that sense of like, you need something, we got you. You need support in writing a script, we can help you. You need a support because you wanna learn Spanish, we can help you. You need us because you're looking for support in your own project or your own world, we got you. I don't have sisters, I have a brother, but it's similar to that sense of like, siblings are siblings forever. And I really feel that the firecracker department is building this sisterhood of support and encouragement. And hey, wanna borrow my favorite sweater? You can. That's the kind of sisterhood we're creating. Thank you so much for all those folks that are reaching out to us with podcast reviews or whether it's engaging in our social media. Thank you for that. It sure feels like we're doing something that has purpose. We uh, started the Sunday brunch. So every Sunday, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we come together on a Zoom chat and it's whoever just wants to hang out. And it's my favorite part of the week, just meeting new firecrackers internationally and finding out what things they might be working on, what things we can support in. It's a great thing. I'm drinking coffee or mimosas or tea or whatever you want to drink. Take your shoes off and come and join us. We'd love to have you there. Now we have an awesome bonus episode for you today. As some of you may know, every first Sunday of the month, I jump on Instagram Live with a past podcast guest and talk about what's going on with them now. It's sort of like a, like a little catch up and then what's in their heart, what's on their mind. This bonus episode is from before the, the current stress-tastic times that we're going through now. And it's kind of a nice little flashback to a simpler time. It's so weird to even look back at a time like this because it feels like we've been in this quarantine time for a long time, but uh, I also know we're gonna be okay. We're gonna push through and we're gonna get to the other side and we're gonna do it together. For the February Spark Chat a few months back, I caught up with my friend, Kat Barrel. Now you'll know Kat from Working Mums and Winona Earp. We talk a little bit about the new season of Winona Earp, getting into her character. We talk a little bit about bullying, uh, the artist's way, morning pages. We talk about so much. She's one of those people I can't really see enough of. I wonder if there'll ever be a time when I'm like, oh, I gotta take a break from hanging out with Cat Barrel. I don't think so. Ah, oh, she's one of my favorite people. We're gonna get started with this bonus interview, but don't forget the first Sunday of the month. Come on over to our Instagram live, Firecracker D-E-P-T, and join us for a chat. I've had talks with Cameron Mannheim when I rode on the back of her scooter through Venice Beach. Uh, Sarah McVie and I had a great chat last month from her sister's basement because she's in quarantine. And then on May 3rd coming up, we are gonna have a double feature with Jess Iniman. Jess Solomon and Iman El Husseini are this amazing comedy couple that I interviewed a few weeks back. And so now you get to listen to this and it'll kind of catch you up to where they are now. So go on back and listen to the other podcast in preparation for this one and then jump on board and hear our Instagram live chat with Jess and Iman. I can't wait. Okay, here we go. Without further ado, here is the Spark Chat with my friend Kat Barrel. I have faith. 
I have faith. Maybe somebody can like send a screen capture of what the button is that she's supposed to push. Scroll through the comments, it's at the top. <gasps> oh, I think she's done it. I think she's done it, everybody. You did it, here we go. Hello, you're, you're, it's happening. Hi. Lord. As <laughs> <laughs> oh. I had it before and I was like, I can't remember where oh this magic God. button is. I went out, I logged back in. Hi, Naomi. Hi, my friend. How are you? It's nice it's to see you. You really have a nice very like influencer-y background going on over there. Yeah, this is, uh, it's just paper. I just, I carry this wherever I go for ah. whenever I do this. <laughs> Very, very heavy paper. Do you carry it in like a wheelbarrow? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's how important this is to me. But it also Great. is how I do some part-time rock climbing. Just, you know. Just to keep fit. Just to keep fit, Upper my friend. Strength, right? You're in, you're in Calgary, huh? You're, you're... No, you know where I am. I'm in Burlington. You don't need to brag. Yeah, at my, uh, at my parents' house. I'm uh, hanging out with them. I had a few days off, so I flew home. I go back tomorrow morning. Nice but to see yeah. your hubby. Yeah, see the hubby, see the folks. We made some pasta today. It was awesome. Did you um, did you take your puppy with you to Calgary? No, he's here. No. He's he's staying with Ray because it's just too. I work like I'm gone like 14 hours, 15 I hours, know. and he'd have to be in my trailer, and he doesn't do so well with change. So right, right. I mean, who does? <laughs> who does? But especially not Bernie. He was just here a second ago. But. You look great. Oh, thanks. How's it been Thank going you. in, in uh, Winona land? It's been going really good. It's been yeah. really nice to get back. Um, it sort of feels like we never left. It's really funny. But, um, you know, we all have our, like, neighborhoods that we stay in and that we like. And I love the, the area that I'm in. I know where all everything is that I want to go to, all my favorite restaurants. And so it's a nice it's, – it's nice now that it's in a place where it feels like we've just – we just pick up where we left off rather than yes. like, oh my god new place i'm trying to adjust new people we have so much of our crews back so it's a yeah. really nice it's been fun and the scripts are amazing we've already shot two we're going on to the next two starting on tuesday and uh yeah so it's exciting it's is there fun. something that you do to click yourself back into the character um like, is it mostly the, the co like for me, it was always yeah. the costume, <laughs> like the costume. Yeah, yeah, the costumes help. The hair helps for sure. Just like seeing the visual difference in the mirror. Um, I think too, like Nicole has an energy and I think it was more juxtaposed because I worked on a different show um, just before this. I was working for Hallmark for a while. Yeah. And so I felt more of the difference this time around because I could feel the difference in like my voice and what part of my register I use. And I never really consciously thought about that, but I've just become aware of it now coming out of something. And I think feeling the difference. Yeah. That, does that make sense? You must feel that way with your characters and stuff. Yeah. It's, I think for me, it's always been in like the dialogue, like the, the scripts mm -hmm. are so different and the mm -hmm. pace of whatever my character is. And um, I don't know, sometimes I can find, like I was just in, um, the Disney Zombies movie, and yeah, so I'm in like a. Came out. You went to the premiere, right? Yeah, yeah so nice. You look beautiful. Thank you. I loved the dress you were wearing. It was, it was sweet. You know, it's so funny because you know we do these like premieres, but this was for kids. So I was at home in bed by ten o'clock at night. Amazing. That's with like a nice. thing of ice cream, it was like <laughs> I'm pretty happy. That sounds that sounds amazing. Did you watch the movie, or had you? Are you like a, I don't want to see it. Okay. No. And how was it watching with a with an audience? 
Well, I mean, I'm a small role, but like the, I mean, the kids are amazing, the dancing and the singing, and they're all very sweet people too. Like they're very, I don't know, like they're young, but they're very inclusive and aware of each other. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes there's an age group that aren't as aware because it's, you know, they're, they're kids. They're so incredibly self-aware. There's like no more space up here. For maybe, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that phase. Yeah. Yeah. So, but these kids are great. That's awesome yeah. to hear. I um, feel like kids, I, I, I hope in this era of like much more awareness around bullying and, and, and I'd see, I hope that the next generation is slightly more empathetic. Yeah. I think that's I'm something you have to constantly be like shining a light on, you know, and mm -hmm. as kids get into places where they're challenged, like bullying and like, any outside influences that might be negative to challenge them to be like empathetic mm -hmm. and, and oh yeah, I mean, self-aware of themselves, but also of people that they're dealing with. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, know. I, think, I hope so. I hope it's getting better. I've talked to a few of my friends who have kids entering school and the bullying thing starts to come up and yeah. it's, Oh, it's so hard. I don't know it's how so you hard. It, Were you bullied at all as a as a kid? You know what? I wasn't. I had a brief stint in high school. I wasn't really in elementary school, mm -hmm. um, but I had it really bad in college. And why was that? Like, so bizarre. Um, I think a few factors. I had switched over from another college, and a, a friend of mine came with me, and he was going through a time in his life. Like we were both at Sheridan, and then we switched to George Brown. Okay. And um, we didn't really do it together, but we both sort of ended up not liking the previous program and then auditioning for this one, both getting in. Um, but I think he was going through a really um, transition-y time in yeah. his life. And I think he was very um, concerned with the fact that I knew sort of the old, more like flamboyant, loud, outgoing version of him. Mm -hmm. And when we got to theater school, he was really into being this very like serious, well-read, actor man mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I just think that he he was trying so hard to like shed the old version of him but I was a constant reminder of that other self maybe mm -hmm. anyways that's my theory I mean um, that's very he was like my really good friend and my roommate and then he just sort of turned on me and like made the first year of school yeah really hellish especially having to live with him. Like it was just such a nightmare, like ex excluding me from people. And I'd come home and a bunch of my classmates would be over and it was, I, and it was just, and we, it's in such a small program that um, there was only like 30 ish of us. And so being excluded from things or talked about behind your back, it just got around so fast. I know. And then I, I had a particular teacher that was also an absolute nightmare. So oh. he's, he's, he's gone now. Thank God. Cause he had so many complaints against him, but at the beginning it was, um, anyways, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yes. So I get it. But what did you do? Like, cause I, those kind of things, I feel like that still happens. Like there's still moments where I'm like, because I'm such an inclusive person. I really fight to like, like Matt, Matt and I will go out for dinner and suddenly there'll be 10 people for dinner because I'm like, everybody really come. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But everyone, so, everyone come in, which I love. I, I, I love that. Yeah, it's my jam. I just, yeah. I, because I also know what it's like to be excluded. And so. Do you, did you have bad beliefs? Of course. Like we, yeah. we all, like I was number one on the hate list. Like I remember finding a list that said number one, Naomi sneakers. That's so, what, what if you were the number one as in the best one? 
That's very sweet of you, but no, it was like, who do you hate? Number one, this one. That's horrible. I'm so sorry. But what did you do? Like in that, in college, what did you do to sort of get through this? I mean, I didn't handle it super well. I think it was, you know, theater school is such a like crazy. There's something online on Twitter I responded to the other day. One of the uh, Winona writers, I think it was Shelly Scarrow, had retweeted it. But it was a post from someone saying like, we need to stop the culture in our theater schools of like the, the like work till you drop. I think it's, I don't think it's exclusive to theater schools. I think there are lots of programs yeah, yeah. That mentality, especially post-secondary. There's like horrible depression and suicide rates in students. And, and it, it's, it's, it's the just, we're not teaching like work-life balance. And I think it's very damaging. And this thing in theater school is just like work till you drop as hard as you can, as long as you can. I lived like five minutes away me from too. school so I could run literally like out of bed 10 minutes before class started and, mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah. then sleep there like I would find oh, like God. corners to sleep and yes. I eat a potato for lunch like it was unbalanced <laughs> but that's a really good segue yeah. into this topic that we want yeah to talk about because okay. when I asked you because every time we do a spark question the first Sunday of every month there'll be some sort of topic that my guest will choose and you were talking about something that's in your sort of mind these days mm-hmm. about the about like when your passion becomes work. Yes. So tell me more about that inspiration to discuss that. Oh, I think, um, I think speaking of that, like waking, like grinding kind of mentality, I think it was so pushed into me that I had to be working because what we do, I think is a job that so many people desire. Mm -hmm. It's held on such a pedestal as being like, this inc- and it is for, for oh my so God, we're so lucky. honest and amazing and true reasons um but i think when you when you work so hard to like get the job then once you have the job the panic sets in of like i don't deserve this there are so many people who want this i better not like complain for a second because i you know, there's 25 people, 25, 150 people behind me who would like kill for this job. Um, so I think what I struggle with sometimes is the mornings where you get up and you're like, I don't want to go to work today. Yeah. And then because, but everybody has those days. And I think for so many years, I got so mad at myself and I didn't allow myself to just be like, yeah, I just don't want to do it today. I just, I don't feel like, like doing the thing. I, you know, and I mean, you still do because you, you still have do, responsibility. You still do. Yeah, yeah. Taking, you're not one of those it's like, like I'm taking not a day off is not an today. option. But I, um, but I think it's unhealthy to like not acknowledge that it's okay mm. for some days to not feel the creative juices flowing. I think it's really yeah. hard as an artist because there's this sense of this drive and sort of the muse, this elusive muse. And there's some days when the muse just isn't there. So yeah. you've got to just power through and find another way. Um, but I think the more what I've discovered is the more you kind of fight against that um, and and berate yourself for feeling that way, it's very counterproductive because it's yeah. not oh really helping anything or making it better. It's just sort of like, I don't know. I mean, what do you think when you wake up and you're like, I don't want to work on this audition or I don't want to go to set or I don't feel like writing. I'm just not feeling inspired. Yeah. I mean, it's different when you're not getting paid because if I don't feel like writing, nobody's like, Hey, keep writing. No, Cause it's my yeah. own writing project. Own thing. But you are sort but, of getting paid. I mean, I think we, that's the other thing is you sort of have to think of it as like 
that the big check that comes when you do a big gig also pays for your time to write, yeah. to put yeah. food, lunch on the table when you take your break from writing. I think when we work in these self-employed kind of piecemeal industries where you're you're just working project to project, it's it's all mm -hmm. and and so someone is pay it, you know. I think, I don't know. I, don't I know, know what you're saying. It's an investment. It's an investment, yeah. But I think what you're, like, what I like what you're saying is that if you don't honor how you're feeling, you kind of, like, you don't, you're not authentic, right? You're not being true to yourself. So, mm -hmm. like, to recognize, like, I don't really, I'm going to go to work and I'm going to do my job to the best of my abilities, but I'm checking in that maybe I'm a little bit off balance, Yeah. right? And then I'm lacking something. Like, then I'm kind of like, oh, I need to hang it. Somebody called it, um, I need to do some relationship therapy or something like that, or when they needed to invest in their relationships. So they oh. get on Skype and they talk to their buddies and then they balance that out so that you can not feel just like you are in a, in a, a cycle, you know? Totally. And I think um, being in that, that cycle, I think it's easy to forget the fun of it especially if you're working like a lot of really long days and you're physically exhausted and mentally yeah. exhausted i think i think it's really easy to lose track of how fun it is yeah uh, and it's so funny because one day you could literally do or i should i could do the same scene on set as, a, as an actor let's say and uh one day i'm like having a blast and we could do the same, I've never shot the same scene twice, but it could be the same, and it's just the next day, and the, the scenes are relatively similar in tone or theme or challenge level or whatever it is. And um, one day you're just not feeling it. And one day you're like, this is amazing. And so what's that about? So what do you do then? Like the days where it's just a job, how do you, like, because you're a responsible person, you get up yeah. and you go to your job, but what do you do to sort of find the spark? I think focusing on, I mean, I think it's good to step back and, and the like realizing how lucky I am to be doing a thing that I love so much and all, all of the, the, you know, checking in with, you know, knowing how many other people would love this opportunity. I think just that reminder, but I'm always very aware of that. I don't really lose yeah. that very much. You're um, very great. You have a lot of gratitude in your heart. So much, it's, so much. And I think it's so important. Um, but I think just like, when you're like, I'm fucking tired and I wish I didn't feel this way. I feel shitty and I'm kind of in just a cranky mood and I'm hormonal and I don't want to do the thing. Um, I mean, I think finding, I try to find one thing, one moment in the scene that I really love. Or like sometimes you're working on stuff where you're like, this is shitty. Like I don't. Right. When you're in a project that you or don't you're believe in. Or you're a project where you're like, ooh, this ooh. is a bit cringy, but I've got to say these words and do this thing. But and so... I think that then you find the thing like you you know, when I was when I was at Second City and we do these shows and like you, I loved a lot of the shows but I didn't love all of it you can't there's you can't. A, there's always the one scene that I'm like oh the one scene but then you find the nuance within that scene that I'm gonna yeah. love so yeah. something like going to set maybe like I'm not happy on the set but I really like the sound person they're really fun to hang out so I'm gonna really That's like fun. invest in that and find yeah. like a deeper meaning Find deeper meaning wherever you can, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Or find that, like, if you're working on stuff that's a little bit, let's say, lighter mm -hmm. or doesn't have quite so, yeah, and doesn't have quite so much depth to it. There's not as many layers. There's not as much to dig into artistically. Yeah. If you're doing, or like, maybe you're shooting a commercial or you doing, like, I don't know what it is, something where it's, it's like, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but it's all part of this kind of career. 
Yeah. And I think you got to find like that one little bit of it, the one part of the scene or the one thing that you're writing that kind of, and when you don't, I think you got to do other stuff. Yeah. So what do you do? I'm not like, I know Winona's very fulfilling because it's mm -hmm. very satisfying it's on so many levels. Because it's like such great writing. But yeah. And the Winona's people like, yeah. so then do you have like something that you go home and be like, because I know you're, you also write. Uh, mm -hmm. and you're also an artist on so many other levels. Do you have something like that that sort of kicks it in? I'm doing the artist's way right now, too. So Are that's you? Really I like... love the artist's way. Yeah. Are you doing your morning papers? Every morning. Yeah. Did you do I it? had so many morning papers that were like, fuck this, I don't fucking get it, but I fucking hate this shit. This is such yeah. bullshit. This is never going to help. Like, so much <laughs> negativity that flowed out of me. But that's part of it, right? Yeah. It's like you got to get out, that out and out of the way. And I can't read my own writing, so it's perfect because I just kind of write. Oh, like, you don't write, even write, go write, back. Write, yeah, because you're not supposed to read them. No. In fact, they said no. somewhere, like, you're supposed to burn them. I don't think I'll burn them, but I think Ooh, you it'll be really hard to read them again because I can't <laughs> yeah. read my own writing. So do you, what, are you, what are you doing, like, because yeah, so Winona shoots for a long time, too. It does. We shoot till the middle of May. Yeah, she's quite along. And then we've got um, uh, some really exciting, like a very big con schedule coming up, which is going to be amazing and lots of traveling, but just lots of like, um, very, you know, focusing on the show and the storyline. And I think for me, what I found is I need to step out of it and do other creative things. And it, for so long, that was like, well, I'm gonna write and I'm gonna create stuff or I'm gonna direct something. And I still do that. But then I found I got just burnt out in general with yes. like film industry. I was just like, I, I'm, I'm so into this. And I think it's because my partner's also in the industry. So there, there are moments at the dinner table where we're like, okay, no more, no more shop talk. Like, let's talk about something else other than work or the dog. What? Like, it has but what to be is something it? Like, else. It's such our passion. I, it's hard because it's your passion and then you double it. Right. Yeah. And then so because, and a lot of our friends, like you guys, like so many of our friends are in the industry. But I think for me, because I'm such a like tactile creative person, I love, I did like a little leatherworking thing years ago. Oh, yeah. And I'm, yeah, I did that. My thing is, I get, my mom's like, why don't you just knit or do something that's more contained that you can put in a bag? And I know, because it's leatherwork. Exactly. Everything I'm into is like, I got to get a studio space and I have all these tools and it's like $1,000 of startup costs because I have to buy all these really expensive materials and like, not 1000 but you know what I mean? Like, I have to invest in it. Um, but I'm just not a, I don't like, I don't like anything where I have to follow a pattern very much. Right. And I like I more it. like free flowing things, but, uh, I really need to work with my hands. So this is, I actually did a really awesome, um, Dominique, do you know Dominique who works on my Not well, but yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I know but it. you, yeah. Um, she and I did like a yoga, not a retreat. We did sort of a yoga evening where it was, um, it was for Chinese New Year's. It was like a manifesting thing. Oh, like a Reiki? No, no, it was more of like a really intense, so funny, because I just had like a normal bra on, and I go and, and she was, she was like, I have an extra sports bra, do you want to, do you want to wear it, because I don't know if it's going to be, I was like, oh, I don't think, I was expecting this like meditative, right. slow, and I'm so glad I changed, because this girl was so intense, we were like jumping and screaming and like wow. flinging our bodies around just to like loosen up, I think, and release the energy. Um, but it was so funny because I turned to her after and I was like, God, it's so much for my assumption of just being like a tranquil, <laughs> a calm, meditative like... experience. 
lavender <laughs> oil like, spring sprayed all the spray oh there were there was things it was lovely i've actually never done one of those big it was like 75 people there and great in this huge event space i've never done anything like that it was really great so anyways i'm getting off track but the second part of it was to describe so they played this beautiful music and we closed our eyes and then we had to envision our perfect day so from the second you open right. your eyes to the second they close, like what is the perfect day? If it involves work grade, it doesn't have like any day. It could be a weekend. It could be like, who's there? What are you doing? Where are you? What time of year is it? Like every detail. Yeah. And then we had to journal the day. So just write out the day. Love it. And then what we did after that is we pulled out the five kind of main themes. So there could be like food came up, like really farm fresh food came up a lot for me and the sunshine yeah. and being in the garden and like working with my hands and gardening with my mom and hiking. I'm not really a hiking person. Like I would not consider, I'm not a camper. I would not consider myself that type of person at all. But that came up a lot for me, like going hiking mm -hmm. with the dog and, and, and just a lot of family and, and things that if I had, gone at it in more of a way of of um thinking about well like what are the five most important things to me it might not have come up so then we had to write the five kind of common themes that came out and then we had to rate them on a scale of one to ten of how present they are in our lives right now yeah so for me like a big one was being like with with ray and with my family and family but i'm i my family life is wonderful and I'm spending lots of time with my family. And so I feeling very fulfilled in that aspect. So that was like, you know, a 10, but then things like nature was very low for me, mm -hmm. but it was funny because I realized it was on my list. So then we took the two lowest things and we had to brainstorm what we could do to fill those tanks up. Yeah. It was really great. And uh, one of my other one was working with my hands. Yeah. And so I've sort of, I don't know how, how much of this I'll get to do in Calgary, but Calgary obviously is like cowboy country. Yeah. And so um, I'd love to, I wanted to start working with hats and remolding hats and decorating oh, nice. hats and just something because I think I need to be creative. Yeah. You know, outside of our industry. Yeah. And working with your hands because mm -hmm. then you can be like, see what you've created. Whereas what we're doing, you sort of like step back and it's sort of a little like, bit less tangible. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And you're off your computer. Yeah. Off your yeah. computer. That's a big one too. I often go through phases where I'll delete, I just delete Instagram off my phone for like three days, four days. Yeah. Um, just because I find it's one of those things where I'm, I'm just mindlessly scrolling when I have oh, five yeah. minutes of downtime and I just think, gosh, if I could just accumulate all that downtime and funnel it into something that's going to feed me, it would be really helpful. I know. So. I know. That's a good, and it's a muscle, right? Like somebody was just talking about like, how do you do this? How do you, but I think it's a muscle that if you kind of start to exercise, we'll get better at it. Like after this is over, let's um, write that little instructions of what you went through. Yeah. And we can include it on our Instagram so people can sort of talk sure. about their favorite day. Like I would love to encourage people to, to cool. seize that. Like I, I think you're right, like nature's big, getting off the computer's big, things like that. I think it's really, really good. And leather's great. I worked, I did um, a mask making workshop in leather. Oh, like a comedian. Yeah. Oh, and they cool. were like teaching how to carve it and things like that. Like it's beautiful. It's a beautiful yeah. material. 
It is. It's very yeah. cool. It's malleable and there's something timeless about it. And I think it's a really cool. The only thing that bothered me about it, because I'm such an animal lover, was like buying animal product. Right. But I mean, this was, oh gosh, this was like seven or eight years ago that I was super into it. But now I love the idea of taking, like repurposing old things or finding yeah. maybe a used something and pulling it apart and re Great. remaking it using the material again. Um, what kind of but, stuff do you want to make? Well, right now my thing is hats. So I've been looking at actually um, one of our amazing costume ladies on Winona brought me to this really cool costume. Um, it's like a community of costumers in Calgary. Yeah. So I went with her last weekend. And I just met a bunch of her friends. And it was so cool to just be in a space with a bunch of people who make things. Because costuming was actually something I really wanted to go into. I, almost I remember we talked about yeah. that. Yeah. So um, I think just being around those people who have those skills and, and just that creative environment, just being in the flow of those people, you sort of can absorb it and feed off of it a little bit. And I think for me, that's really it. It's that second yeah. thing of working with my hands and making something. And so I'm going to, I want to work with, um, I think the next thing I'm going to tackle is maybe taking a few old hats and learning how to reform them. So you sort of oh. steam them out and then you reshape them. And cool. then I want to do some sort of like embossing or burning or painting or dyeing or something yeah. with the fabric to sort of create a design. It's so weird. No. I don't know. You know where we need to go. Is it's like now I need a steamer and I, I need know. to buy all these dyes and how am I going to get them home after this is over? And so it just sort of goes, but I'm hoping to find a place where I can maybe rent a space and just go there a little bit. And yeah. I just need to get the the creativity out rather than, and it can't be on writing or it, it doesn't do it for me. Yeah. It just and I think it has to be yeah. like reachable too. Like, I, cause you could easily talk yourself out of pursuing this whole thing that we're talking about because it's too hard. As you said, it's, it's complicated. Like, but what happens if it's just working with one hat and totally like working on, on engraving it or working on branding it or whatever it is, <laughs> something really simple that you can actually do. Cause yeah. I think, because, you know, there's so often when people are like, oh, I want to paint, but I don't have any paints. And I don't have any paper. I'm like, you know what? Get a get the back of an envelope and some charcoal from a match. Yeah. And, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. let's make it happen. It carries away. Yeah. What's and you know, obviously, I was just going to say that we obviously need to um, revisit the, where did we go last year? That um, Oh, the Ren Fair. The Renaissance Fair. Because, I mean, that's your people with those hats and those are my people. Fantastic. They're my people. And they I don't know. Like, my yeah. thing is, it's tricky because my thing is so revolving around, like, I was saying to Matt yesterday, like, how much there is to do before you're allowed to be creative. So, like, there's, like, I'm working on a show right now that I'm so passionate about, but there's so much producing before I get to actually do act in it. Totally. Yeah. So, um, so while I'm pursuing, while I'm spinning that plate, you know, I'll, I'll improvise. Improvising always helps me, like, feel like. I'm myself again, just because it's uh -huh. interactive with the audience, and we do a lot. We do like once a month at least a show, and nice. So and yeah, and we have our podcast that we do too. So if ever I'm like, we need to improvise, I just bring in some people to our oh, yeah, that's apartment. Funny, of course, yeah, so fun. Yeah, and do you find that even though it's kind of connected to performing, that it still creatively sort of um, fills your tank? I guess. Yeah, I mean it's different for different times, right? You're right. Mm -hmm. it, like, do you know what my friends and I do that I really love is we have a Bob Ross night. That's awesome. It's the most fun. So we all, one of our friends, CJ, has all the supplies. So she brings 
the oils. We all bring our own canvases. So, and we just put them up on screen and follow along and all come up with these weird sunset <laughs> things. But it's really fun. And it's, it's a really so like... fun. So that and... Yeah, I, I don't know. Photography. I used to do so much photography. And when you mm. talk about like things that make you happy, I'm like, I used to love it. Like I had a dark room. And I don't do that anymore. Oh, Why yeah. don't I do that? And really into it. Yeah, I loved it. That's really cool. So I may try to start working on that more. But yeah. I, I mean, I love, I'm, I have such a passion for where we're going with Firecracker Department that there's yeah. always something to do. And Yeah, yeah. You know. Do you ever find, I mean, you're, you're talking about it a, a minute ago, but the, the, the list of, there's so much to do before you can be creative in the producing sense. But do you also find, I think for me, I learned one of the things is, is if I can get out of the house and go do the thing, it's a lot more likely that I will do the thing as opposed to being in the house at home where there's a million things because the list never ends. I know the list of like, I got to fix that tap and then I got to go to the bank and we sort of need lettuce. And maybe, you know, I got to like that, that list never goes away. So I almost feel like you have to schedule. Yeah. Office I'm going to be creative this afternoon because otherwise yeah. it just doesn't happen. Could you find a studio in Calgary to work in? That's that's sort of what I'm trying to do. Yeah, yeah. finding a second space or a studio space. Um, yeah, I'm gonna... even if it's just to get you going, and totally. then eventually you move back home. But you're right. Like I do. Yeah. I mean, that's why sometimes I go to like a coffee shop, and I just yeah. work from there because I like Absolutely. the change of environment. The change of environment, and you're you're just sort of there to do. I mean. The computer is a hard one, though, because the internet is a vast, vast black hole. Boy, is it ever. Interesting things. I know. Um, and I have so many ideas that I, I don't want to let, like, whisper away, too. So, mm -hmm. but you know what? We got to go easy on ourselves, too. Like, you're working long days. and Yeah. You got to, you know, you're, you, you look healthy. You like eating right and exercising and all that stuff, too. But. Yeah. It is, it's true, when you talk about filling your tank, like, what do you do to make that happen? What do you, yeah, what's the tank, what fills the, the creative, the, the muse tank? Because sometimes my muse is like, I don't want a script. I want a yeah. painting, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, sometimes the muse is just, mine is not interested in yeah. anything related to more, more work stuff. I don't know, but... Maybe when you're an artist as a living, it's sort of all, I think it's all, like, I think it's, it's important. I know it, for me anyways, I, I think I'm realizing more and more that I've, I've just hit that like burnout feeling too often. You've been going consistently too. Like there's, yeah. uh, I mean, yes and no. I had, I had a little bit of downtime in Los Angeles last year, but that was also a year of like, because why not? I didn't come back. It was like, Oh fuck. Okay. What's going to happen? Everything I was thinking was going to happen with the next six months of my life is not happening anymore. Um, and I think th there I was really, um, I got really into like decorating our house and I was recovering chairs and like painting things. And so that was really fueling me. I was, yeah. funny, I was talking to my therapist and, I was like, I just keep getting distracted with, with Pinterest and I'm like painting this credenza and like, who fucking cares? We're only going to be there for like a year. Like, why am I wasting my time on this? And she was like, yeah. well, obviously it's because you need to. Did like you you're like that? Obviously. The creativity. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously, idiot. Yeah. But <laughs> I think there was something to that, you know, I think. I think I, I, I've learned that I need to prioritize filling the tank more because then I hit burnout too soon. And yeah. 
And then I start, I start begrudging having to work on an audition. And I don't want to get to a point where I feel like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, that's so interesting. You said two things like one, I have two comments. One, I think it's really, it's, it's good to find a duo too. Like, even like if you've got a project and you're like, how do I move this forward? Find somebody else that's like-minded so that you can yeah. sort of be accountable to each other. That's great. And one thing somebody suggested to me was like, uh, set yourself a goal of making gifts for somebody. Oh, that's nice. Because then it's like, yeah. even like, I remember being in like a, in a funk and my friend was like, we'll just start making you Christmas gifts. And it was like April and I'm like, I'm not going to start. But I started sewing because I, oh. like, I do a little bit of like sewy stuff. Cool. And it just took me away because a I was creating something for I was getting outside of my own head. Yeah, I was and you putting were others of first. That person and how much you love that person that you're making it. For. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Isn't it funny how sometimes we can do a million things for other people but not for ourselves? Yeah, my, isn't it funny how it becomes easier when it's for someone else? I know. I hate that. I, I know mean, that we were just talking about this today on one of the um, the YouTube after show parties about saying like how do we make ourselves our friend? Like, I want to make mm -hmm. myself a gift, mm -hmm. you know, but if that's not really enough, like, it's such a weird, it's such a weird thing. Yeah. I don't know. Do you, do you find that it's easier for you to motivate yourself when it's a deadline that someone else is counting on you for rather than yeah. the deadline you've made for yourself? Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm yeah. so like, but that I also think like there's some discussion in the chatter about like depression too. Like that's helped me get out of depression because being responsible to somebody else. Yeah. So again, like this artist's way, I've had that book on my shelf for 20 years, but now that it's part of firecrack department, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to do it. Every day. I'm going to do it. Oh so. yeah. But, and so maybe that's like, like you said, just having that buddy is the thing that you need to sort of kickstart the engine. And yeah. Yeah. That's great. It's very cool. So there is, cause I've seen you sort of saying you guys were going to be doing this and a journey as a group. And so ever now are you guys having like check-in meetings? Yeah, every week. Uh, yeah. That's cool. It's really, we're going to do it again. I'm gonna, we're yeah. going to do it again because it's been so fun. I and I want to do it like, what's that? I should join you guys on the next round. Oh, yeah, you really should. I mean, yeah. you know, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Do if you want to. But the other thing is, because I know you and I talk about writing projects. Like, I want to do one that will take me through for a writing project. Yeah. So, and, That's you know, great. we've had some pretty great ideas. I don't want those to just whisper away. I want mm -hmm. to honor. Yeah, we have. We got to. Yeah, I think but then also like lock we're also in gonna a cabin be... for a weekend and get that. Oh, that sounds done. super fun. Yeah, just <laughs> for the lock yourself in the cabin. Cabin sort of thing. But like, let's go easy on ourselves too. Face masks and having written oh. word, but whatever that would be fun. So many, so many good times. Uh, but there's also like, let's go easy on ourselves. Like you're super busy. Life is coming and going. We're figuring it out, and um, uh, I do believe things move forward when they're supposed to. So I think you might be like one of the top three busiest people I know. Um, Maybe the, the top, I, I don't know how you balance all the things you're working on. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm really passionate about it. And I don't know, mm -hmm. busy. yeah, like, I mean, I take days off too. I guess this is the difference is that I think I've set myself a goal with a firecracker department that has put me into the world of like a nine to five job almost, wow. but yeah. I'm not getting paid for it. So it feels, and it's also self-motivated. So I'm really making it happen. And suddenly I have to honor all the people that have stepped in to say, I want to be part of the firecracker department mm. by 
giving focus and giving engagement and giving energy to those things. So I don't, I think also when you start a company, the first five years are really intense and then, yeah, completely. And then I'll be just like sitting back. You're like, yeah. Oh, so many face masks. So many face bags and so much sand. Yeah. yeah. That's, but I'm that's excited awesome. about all the things. I'm excited well, about the things that... I don't know how you, that... like, do it all. I'm always thinking about you every time I see something you come up with, with Firecracker. And I know I know you've told me before, you know, it's not just you and you've got all these amazing people working with you and stuff. But just, like, the logistics of a team. What is... My dog that? just, like, gave a cry. What? Hello? Is Rufus there? I've got him. Oh. Um, is he okay? No. Oh, he wants to be with me. He can come here. Why don't you let him be with you? I think he thought, I think um, Matt was thinking it was going to be distracting, but come here, bud. Hi. Hi, Matt. Hi, come here. No, that's for you. Hi. Come on. No, yes. He's a bit blind, so come here. Oh. There we go. Okay. Come here. There was somebody, cat. Oh, look, it's Bernie, too. It's Bernie. No, it's just dog hangout time. I love Cat, um, somebody in one of the comments says, does Cat know that this is live? Yeah, like I think because we've had such a like a very authentic discussion, it just was like, does she know that she's yeah. sharing? Oh yeah, I know. Don't worry, You're... guys. I, know. I love it. Thanks, lady. It was, was really fun. nice to see your face. I miss I you. No, I miss you too. We'll make. Have to, we'll have to do something soon. Yeah. How long are you in Calgary for? Middle of May. So You're a long there. time. But maybe we'll figure something else. Yeah. Yeah. Find you somewhere. Yeah. Well, I think about you all the time, and I just yeah. think this is what I love about you is um is that I know you have such an artist heart that I know that you don't do things without really like getting into it. Like you, even if it's something that you're like, oh, I'm not really sure about this project. You're still like, I'm going to find the thing that makes me feel like I'm an artist. Mm -hmm. So I really, I really love that. Wow. That's a really nice thing that you just said. Thank you very much. I appreciate that a lot. I'm a big fan. I know everybody else here says they're a fan, but I'm a really big fan. <laughs> I'm a real big yeah. fan. Well, I'm a big fan of you and all the amazing things that you do. You Thanks, pal. Inspire me every day. I don't know how you do it. I, I know you say you have the people, and but you're still doing so much. I was brought up by a workaholic. Ah, is that what okay. <laughs> <laughs> So no. you have a healthy work-life balance. You're it's like, about, um, I'm so motivated by purpose. And I feel like mm -hmm. this is a really good purpose. It's a great purpose. Yeah. And I love that you're part of it in any kind of way. I will be more one day. Anytime. You know, yeah. those that say, there's always a chair for you at the table. Thanks, love. I, I love you. That. I love you, too. Thanks, nice everybody. To Thanks, Thanks for, guys joining, for us. joining us. All right. Bye, darling. Bye for now. Hi to Matt. Bye, everybody. Such a great catch-up, right? Oh. I, I spoke to her a little while ago, and she didn't do the leather creation stuff that she wanted to do because of this quarantine thing to happen and just having the right tools and everything but she's working on a whole bunch of other projects and I I just love these ideas I hope I I can't wait to see what she she's working on a bunch of different projects she's always creative she's always staying innovative I'm a fan can you tell Winona Earp season four is scheduled to come out this summer so stay tuned for that and also stay tuned for my next spark chat in May with Jess Solomon and Iman El Husseini, the El Solomons, as they're called. We're gonna talk about how they're staying sane with a new baby during the pandemic. And when I say new baby, I mean the tiniest, cutest 
holy moly, the cutest little puppy. Esther, you're gonna die. Of course we'll post pictures, of course we will. Check out our Instagram for that cute little girl and let us know what you thought about this podcast. I'd love to hear some feedback as always. I'd love to have you pull up a seat at the firecracker table and tell me what you're working on. What are you doing outside of work that's creative and keeping you inspired and not going crazy in these weird, weird times? We're always talking about this kind of thing over in our Facebook members group. So please come on over, drop us a line and let us know how you're doing and let us know what you think of the past podcast. We sure would love to hear it. Thank you so much for joining me on the firecracker department. I tell you, it's my favorite thing to do and it's way better because you're here now. Go on out there, look after each other, look after yourself and stay creative. Keep in touch, everybody. <laughs>